Hello and welcome to Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast. I am Elvis, your host. I'm here to let you know this is a not safe for work podcast. We are teachers at the end of the week and really the end of our ropes. And we'd like to be able to talk honestly and openly about what we do without having to worry about you losing our job. So we'll be using pseudonyms throughout the podcast, hence the Elvis. I'd like to first thank our sponsor, Lud Lamb Dramatics. If you are a theater teacher or you know a theater teacher or you're stuck doing the UIL play this year just because, well, go to Lud Lamb Dramatics, and you can find all kinds of great resources to use in your classroom. They're the only makers of educational theater posters in the United States, so go hit them up. They're a small company, and they would love to be loved by you. They're personal friends of the podcast. Next, I'd like to thank all of the patrons at Patreon who help sponsor us. For as little as 5 to $10, you can have your name read here. You get access to bonus episodes, lots of extra content. You get to be in a Facebook group with the host. We do watch parties. There's all kinds of stuff. So without any further ado, let me thank a lot of my special friends. Here we go. Helena C., Aaron B., Stephanie S., Maggie M., Texas Teacher Kristen, Emmeline D., Hattie F., James Nally J., Jody D., Samantha D., Lisa C., Rachel, Tarina, Exhausted Band Director, Kimberly K., Kim K., Jessica A., Swiffle F. Owners, Amanda F., Ariana L., Physics Runner, Melissa V., Steph, Science Teach 17, Michael M., William P., Sarah O., Aldrich D., La Scorpionita, Britt M., Iron Swine, Noel R., Teresa H., Biker Teach, Kate Caitlin L, Marsha M, Christina B, Miss Alabama, Kristen B, Jason F, Amber H, Abby B, and T, Sarah B, Regina L, Josie S, Sam B, Lucy P, Mary E, Jamie B, Red Violin, Kristen W, Vanessa J, Mary C, RJR, Kristen C, Johanna H, Tony K, Ermi, Irma A, Nimi, Melissa M, and Sarah N. Thank you guys so much for supporting us. We love you. Now, if you have something you'd like to share with us, send us a message through the contact page of our website at teacherneedsadrinkpodcast.com. We can read your message on the air and give our two bits of advice, you know, whatever you want. All right, my friends, that covers the basics. I talked about Patreon. I talked about submitting stuff. I talked about Love Them Dramatics. Last up, if you get a chance, we've had a few trolls lately leaving some bad reviews because they don't like our um, our teacher views, our, our specific views. So if you want to support us and don't want to cough up money with Patreon, go to wherever you listen to pod- podcasts and, you know, leave a review. And then just tell a couple people about us. Help spread the word. We love you guys. I hope you're taking care of yourselves. These are tough times, but spring break is so close. I can't wait wait. So my friends, deep breaths. If you need to call a therapist, they're usually covered by your insurance and take care of yourselves because we love you and we want as many of you around as possible. And if you need help, listen to some of our special episodes like a teacher's guide to mental health or a teacher's guide to, uh, what was that called? I forgot the word teacher guilt and codependency. All right, my friends, enjoy the episode. Cheers. And welcome to Teacher Needs a Drink podcast. I am Elvis, your host, and today I'm joined by Miss Rosie Rose. Who accidentally closed the app while she was closing everything else. (laughs) And also with the state, Lady Shathead. Good evening. And also Mr. Wayne Kerr. You know, she sings about balls, but there's nothing there. <laughs> and last but not least, Ms. Bunny O'Hare. I, I feel like I could make so many jokes about that, Wayne, but I'm not exactly. going to. <laughs> <laughs> well, folks, it's almost spring break. I know for like one of the schools I'm at, it's like a week away. They start their spring break. But of course, since I work at multiple schools, none of them have a spring break the same week. 
So I kind of have like two half weeks where I can kind of be off work, but I can't really travel because I still got to work. Mm. But I'll take it, man, because after this last month where like my most busy profit-making days are Mondays and Thursdays, and those are the days that kept getting shut down for holidays or for ice days. And so, you know, I, I, Papa's got to make some bank soon because it's tough. So I've been side hustling up this weekend, doing all the crazy stuff, peddling my ass on a corner. But I'm curious how you Did guys Did you are just doing. call yourself Papa? Maybe. <laughs> Is there something Sorry. wrong with that? No, you keep telling me about your OnlyFans page. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Rosie, what's going on with you? Oh, you know, living the dream. That's all I got. That's all you got. Oh, well. No, nursing you. is hard, man. Like, I don't want to be a teacher, but I also don't want to be a nurse right now. So, yeah. Cool. I feel that. What about you, Wayne? How are things going with you? Things are doing well. Um, you know, got that one week away from the one week off. So, I'm not going to complain. I just know that I got a busy, busy week ahead of me. Yeah. What about you, Lady Shathead? Oh, I'm a little overwhelmed right now. And it's only because I've got some big events coming up that I'm having to create um, lots and lots of sub plans for right before spring break. And yet yeah. I will still be in the classroom the last two days before spring break. And I know I'm going to be returning to just chaos. Yeah. But, like, are you coming back after spring break? Or are you gone until then? or So I'm going to be gone an entire week. I leave this Thursday, return next Wednesday. Then I have to go back in the classroom the final Thursday and Friday before spring break. Ew. But then once I get to spring break, it's going to be... Yeah, you told me about your cruise plan. That sounds awesome. But going back for just two... I mean, at least it's the two days before spring break. Yeah. As long as you have, like, the mindset that, like, I'm not doing much. I'm just floating through these two days and keeping the Yes, peace. it's literally just going to be surviving and kind of damage control from them being with the sub for five. Yeah. And, Bunny, what about you? You got big things going with the foo-foo the next week or two? Lady Shithia, that made me think of, like, the I'm only here so I don't get fined. Uh, like, mm-hmm. that football player from a few years ago. Like, I'm only here so I don't get fined. Yeah. Um, no, we, we don't have uh, big spring break plans around here. Ours is two weeks away. Um, uh, it's just going to be surviving until then. Um, my classroom is getting used for some standardized testing stuff. So I'm going to be displaced, which is always exciting, but you know, we'll survive. That's fine. One thing I'm excited about being, being a specials teacher, I just taught a lot of these students how to do stations in my classroom. And so we're going to do some just kind of fun stations for the next week or two. So the kids can kind of go in and they can like do the station and move on. I can just kind of sit back and chill and make sure they're not being too assholeish in whatever station they're in. I am excited. And the thing is, it's weird. These are Montessori kids. And while they have different areas of the room that are dedicated for whatever thing they're focused on, they, a lot of these kids have never done stations before. And so I was like, oh, this is going to be sweet. I, you just do something fun for like 10 or 15 minutes, and then you rotate to a different activity. You'll love it. It'll be, it'll be amazing. And so I've come up with lots of fun activities, and it's going to be my sub plan when I'm gone for a day or two. I am excited. All right. From the Reddits, we have – this is a novel. Okay. From Emaw63, Take My Energy. Admin saying, I'm not allowed to be out to students. 
I work as a sub and am extremely visibly transgender. It's arguably my most defining visual trait, so much so that anytime I take an elementary school assignment, I'll get swarmed with questions along the lines of, I can't tell, are you a boy or a girl? Girl. So why do you talk like a boy? Why are you so tall? Is that an Adam's apple? Etc. I usually answer honestly and say something to the effect of, I'm trans, which means I used to be a boy and now I'm a girl. Please return to your math now. I consider this to be factual, honest, age-appropriate answer. Other times I'll deflect and just say, I sound like that. Please return to your math now. Recently, a parent complained about this, and we had a discussion with the district about it, and the current stance is that I've not done anything wrong, but in the future, maybe don't say that you're trans to the little ones, which is garbage in my opinion. It's like, motherfucker, that's just what I look like. You might as well be asking a pregnant woman to never say the word pregnant or elaborate on why she suddenly looks different. So now I feel like I have to navigate a minefield of never letting a kid know that I'm trans when it's very plain for anyone to see. And like, I plainly don't consider my identity an inappropriate subject. I wouldn't be working with children if I did. If Blue's Clues or Hey Arthur can have specials on LGBT subjects, then why the hell is my school district saying it's not appropriate? It's an extremely insulting insinuation. And another thing, it's putting me, a visibly transgender person, into the position of implicitly teaching kids that being trans is inappropriate, actually, and you should have to hide it. And I get along really well with my boss, coworkers, and students, and I love my job, so I really don't want to rock the boat too much. But motherfucker, I feel like shit right now, and I hate the position I've been put in. My view is, if you're a girl and they ask, just say, I'm a girl, and go on. I mean, you... I don't consider that having to hide a fact or hide anything. Someone please slap me down on this because I feel like I could be being wrong. Does the conversation need to go past that? I mean, clearly this district doesn't care or doesn't mind and is willing to have your back for this. My thought is that like something I talk about with my middle schoolers is that we just don't comment on other people's bodies. Yeah. Yeah. One way or the other. If, you know, if you like what somebody is wearing, like, an outfit, something that they chose, and a thing that they chose. I like your hair, like how you colored it. I like your outfit, whatever. That's fine. That's a choice that the person made. But as far as like just commenting on people's bodies, why do you look like this? Why why do you have an Adam's apple, whatever? We, we don't comment on other people's bodies. That's their body, and that's their business. Yeah, I don't think you need to have the conversation of I am trans. I don't think there's anything wrong with having that conversation if someone keeps asking. But I mean, I see little kids especially asking, how come I'm confused? Why is your voice like that? But I feel like you can just say, I'm a girl. This is just who I am. This is how my voice is. Let's get back to work. But that's just my mentality. I don't know if I'm just being an old asshole here. Wayne? Here's where I get into the problem of how to react because I will definitely have how shall I say, well-informed opinions on the things that I've experienced myself. I have not experienced what it has been like to go through a process such as being trans. But do I agree that it should just be a simple answer of, I'm a girl and that's it? Sure. But at the same time, I like I can't really give a well-educated opinion on, but I would say from my own perspective, I would be pissed if I had to hide who I was for whatever stupid reason. Absolutely. No, I agree with that. And I a hundred percent agree with that. 
And I don't think there's anything wrong with having the conversation if a child keeps asking, but I think I would probably just be like, no, I'm a girl. Let's move on. But Rosie, I want to hear your opinions. <laughs> I was waiting for you to say something snarky. Well, like, Rosie, snarky, but I you mean... can never shut up. Go ahead. <laughs> Here's my opinion. The majority of this podcast, I say majority because some of the people I don't know as well, are cishet people, right? They're cisgendered. They're heterosexual. They don't know what it's like to be on a different spectrum. And none of us know what it's like to live in a trans body or to be a trans person. So us having an opinion honestly doesn't matter. Our opinion doesn't matter at all how this person is feeling or how it should happen because we're not them. But if this person is legitimately asking for how you know our opinion and how to fix this or whatever, I agree that you could just say, I'm a girl. And if they have another question, just... Like, for example, I had a little boy come into my office, and I was sick. And he was like, Nurse Rosie, you sound like a man. And I said, no, I sound like a woman with a low voice. And so it's just about changing those perceptions in kids' minds that everything is binary, that we have black and white, that there is no gray. And so if a a kiddo in elementary school, he says to them, or she says to them, or they say to them, well, I used to be a boy, and now I'm a girl, kids usually are like, okay. Like, it's not this long, drawn-out conversation. It's their parents who care. The kids are like, okay, cool. Do you want to play Barbies? Like, that's that's all. That's as far as it goes. Lady Shathia, do you have any thoughts on this? I think everybody else has covered it so well. I agree that it does not have to be a lengthy conversation. I don't think that um, the conversation should distract from the educational time that you're trying as a sub to maintain And at the same time, um, I don't think that you should deflect who you are. I think saying, um, you know, your truth and uh, explaining that this is who I am, let's move on and let's get back to work now. Let's get back to the reading. I think that's incredibly appropriate. And um, yeah, that's, that's how I feel about it. The only thing I could even slightly compare, which I really can't compare, because I think Rosie is spot on, that this is not my lifestyle. It's like a student's coming like, how come your room doesn't have Christmas decorations? Because I'm Jewish. Well, well, how come you don't have those? Just because I don't. <laughs> I don't have to. Well, and it's also about starting from a young age and teaching children the proper language for things. Like, for example, I have a little boy that comes in and takes medicine, and he used to tell me, every day, oh my gosh, you get bigger every time I see you. And as a fat person, I'm assuming he means like I'm getting fatter every day. And I'm like, okay, cool. What he meant to say was I get taller because I stand up and he realizes that, oh my gosh, you're so much taller than me, but he didn't know the correct word. And so when he finally said what I thought he was saying, he was like, no, no, I mean like you're reaching the ceiling. And I was like, oh, so you mean taller? And he was like, yeah, yeah, taller. So it's about also teaching them the proper words for things. You know what I'm saying? That makes sense. That does make sense. I like this. And I do think exposing kids makes things a little bit normal and they don't freak out when they're used to it. Like if you take a kid and they're in a multicultural school, they don't get all weird if they have to be around some culture that's not theirs. It makes them generally more accepting. But I know that's what some people don't want is them being accepting of these things. So, Well, it's kind of like back in the day where – it was blasphemy for teachers to have tattooed and colored hair. Not tattooed hair, but tattoos and colored hair. And so I have a coworker who has bright purple hair and just rocks it. And like, I don't wear sleeves and I'm covered in tattoos. And so like kids make comments about those things, but they don't make them like, oh my God, what is that on you? They make comments like, did that hurt? 
or, oh my gosh, I really love your blue hair, you know? And it's all about finding those things that are quote unquote weird and making them more normal. It goes back as well to, I mean, what you're saying about giving them the words for it and normalizing it, like guaranteed there are students out there who have, you know, or family members who are trans Mm -hmm. or siblings or, you know, any number of other people in their life outside the gender binary and, the more that we can, you know, give them the words for that, the less, you know, quote unquote weird it becomes. And right. then the less well, and that's the same little boy who made a comment, the same little boy that made a comment about my voice. He was like, Oh yeah, I have an uncle. I mean, I have an aunt who sounds like that. And so even the fact that like a little kid changed that in his head and he wow. knew like, Oh, there's a difference. Yeah. It was very heartwarming. I was like, good for you. Seven year old. Right. This is from user Mary Jean 0524. Teaching partner not doing her share. I'm just posting here to kind of vent and hear other people's experiences with a grade level teaching partner. I have one who started in January. We are the two third grade teachers in the building. My lead teachers encouraged us to collaborate and lesson plan together. It seemed okay at first, but then a strange dynamic started. She is often absent, which means sometimes by the end of the week, her subjects to plan are not completed in the shared Google Doc, or they are simply halfway done, not really thought out. Another issue we had was the pacing was off. She was going way too fast with the math for my class to follow. So I asked her if we could do math separate because it seemed my students can't go at that pace. She insisted on staying together and said the reasoning behind being her students weren't learning it either. I was confused on why she kept that pace when her students weren't learning it. With her excessive absences lately, it seemed like it was always me finishing the shared planning doc and adding details, with her doing the absolute bare minimum. My lead teacher came to me and said she could tell I was doing most of the planning and that she's going to tell her we need to plan separately, which I think will be better for me as well. I don't know. What do you guys think of the situation? I just wish I had a teaching partner who kind of was there more and I felt like I could trust to share planning things. Any thoughts or stories appreciated? No, that sucks when someone on your team is not carrying their weight and you feel you are having to make up for them, especially when that involves you having to do extra work and them getting a free ride when you are doing extra work. That sucks balls. And it's good that you have a lead teacher that understands and can see this, that can possibly help out, but... I'm curious to hear your guys' opinions. What are your thoughts on this? Rosie, you have, ooh. Uh, So this reminds me so much of my favorite. I can't, I don't know if I can say favorite, but my favorite coworker, (laughs) her partner teacher is garbage. Like absent all the time, never does crap. I mean, the worst. And so when I was reading this, I was like, oh, she gonna, this is her. She wrote this. Like, (laughs) I know this person. (laughs) And really the only thing that she's been able to do is, talk to her lead, talk to her partner, and then eventually tell the principal she doesn't want her as a partner next year. Yeah. Because she's like, I'm tired of it. I can't keep doing all of our work and I can't keep like curbing certain behaviors in my classroom. But the second they go to her classroom, it all goes crazy. And so they come back crazy. And she's like, it just doesn't work. It sounds like in this, the teacher who put the question in here that she also has a problem that this new teacher sounds a little unexperienced 
if she just not, I mean, starting in mid-January doesn't mean you're necessarily inexperienced. It means you're late to the semester. But when she talks about how she's pacing the class really fast, but her kids aren't learning it, like that's when you slow down is because your kids well, you, I feel like that's teacher 101. Like I feel, I didn't go to teacher school. So like, I don't know what they taught you in teacher school, but I feel like teacher, teacher 101 is like, don't go faster than the kids learn. You mean teachers other than, you know, like all those core teachers, they get to plan with other teachers. Cause I ain't got nobody to help me. So just saying. Now I've been there before where I've been on teams where there's teams that could help. And there's most times like, okay, it's your team planning period. I'm like, Oh, I'll just go to my room then. Exactly. All by myself. Oh, bother. But Lady Shathead, what are your take on this? How would you handle a teammate not carrying their load? I feel very strongly about people pulling their weight, but also being fair. And and I, I also teach an elective. And a lot of times I don't have to plan with another teacher, but those teachers that I work very closely with kind of depend on what like we depend on each other still so that our program can uh, work really well and continue to grow and develop effectively. Um, I guess my biggest advice for this teacher would be to take the opportunity to maybe educate this new teacher. And I don't know that she's new, but she's clearly new to this position and, you know, really understand what is expected of her and Perhaps she thinks doing bare minimum is acceptable because let's face it, in most schools it is. And so maybe she doesn't even realize the burden that she's putting on on you. And as far as pacing, since I teach an elective, I really do believe that you should be pacing with the students and you should slow down if they're struggling. But if this is a core class and it's testing season, she may be rushing through things just to make sure she's covered everything. And perhaps she's planning on going back to reteach. And so it seems like there just isn't a lot of communication happening because she's absent so much. So I think that there does need to be a time where they sit down as a team, even with the head teacher and be like, no, 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 this is what is expected of you. And this is when you should be doing it. You need communication. I mean, you can take your sick days or absent days as needed without being questioned, but that doesn't mean you get to drop the ball. Like if you're missing out and you're having to gone because you're sick or your kids are sick or because you just need to take the days to go do whatever you're doing, you have the right to do that, but you still have to, you know, help out your team. It's not like you just miss and then magically come well, That, especially if you're like my, one of my coworkers who... I'm not saying that you can plan ahead for sickness. That's not what I'm saying. But she has missed more days than she has. So I know that her pay is being cut. And she'll do it at the last second. At like 5 o'clock in the morning, she's like, hey, I'm not going to be there. Of course there's going to be no sub. Of course she doesn't have her sub plans done. And it's just like, could you could you plan a little? I also have never really had a partner teacher. but um, And I'm also really not good with confrontation. So... Um, <laughs> But I think my first thought would be kind of go to that person and be like, look, I know you're not. My new mantra lately is assume good intentions. So like, oh, my God, same. Go go to the person and say, look, I know you're not trying to, you know, make anybody's life harder, but this really is putting a burden on me. And is there something, you know, can we come to an agreement, you know, on pacing here? Like, what can we do? Let's let's fix this together kind of thing. Um, 
But then beyond that, I feel like it's kind of the supervising teacher, the team lead, whatever the term was that she used. Like, it's that person's job to step in and say, like, look, I've noticed you haven't been doing your stuff. You really need to get on that. Hey, guys, guess what? 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 We have a Patreon. Oh, my God, I knew it. Oh, my God, I knew it. secret down now. We have a Patreon, and you can join it for as little as 5 to $10 a month, and you get access to all kinds of bonus episodes. We recorded one last week during our iStay. It was a special hour-long one just for the patrons. There's lots of interviews with the host. There's all kinds of special, like, cutscenes. There's all kinds of, and we also do movie watch parties. We do live recordings. Just join the Patreon, help support us, and do it. And if you get a chance, please go online and leave a review. That would help us out, like, just some positive reviews. So join our Patreon, <laughs> Would you rather see dead people wandering around everywhere you go, or would you rather discover your significant other has been sending your nudes to their friends in a group chat? I have questions. (laughs) Go for it. Are they sending them in a way like, holy shit, look at how hot my partner is? Or is it like a look at how dimply her thighs are? Like, which one is it? I don't know anyone who would share people like, oh my God, look at this nasty ass pic. I think most people are like, hey, dude, this is hot. But I. This is I the first share. time we've done a would you yeah. rather where like, I'm cool with both of them happening. <laughs> so you're cool with people showing off your nudes and you're cool with seeing dead people. Yeah, pretty much. But which would you rather have? Um, dead people. There you go. I would have so much fun. I watched the show Ghosts, not the horrible American version, but the original British version. And I feel like I want to see ghosts everywhere I go. Talk to dead people. I think that would be fun. I could solve murders. It would be great. <laughs> um, Bunny, what about you with all your nudes that you send out? ghosts all the way because then i mean like rosie said you can solve murders you can like find out dirt on stuff um yeah and people think you're crazy because they think you're talking to nothing and they'll just leave you the hell alone they already think i'm crazy exactly Mm -hmm. i'm not crazy i'm just quote unquote intimidating lady shathia what about you I don't know. It depends because if it is similar to the ghost TV show and these dead people were, you know, just chill and like they were when they were alive, then heck yeah, because I would totally love to see my grandmother again. Um, But if they're like zombies and brainless and just. Oh, I didn't think about evil ghosts. Then eh, I'm not I'm not about seeing, you know, some people that I you know, used to know, I wouldn't want to see them again. Also, I'm not body shy. I mean, I actually have a ginormous print of myself that was done in an art class of me above my bed. So Pixar, it didn't happen. (laughs) So I'm good with either depending on the dead situation on if they are like they were when they were alive, like they're ghosts, or if they're zombies. 
Okay, well, I'm going to need you to send your nudes over so I can uh, rank them. Thank you. Upon hearing Lady Shithead's, how shall I say, observation of what if they're like brainless zombies, I'm thinking, yes, I definitely just want to go with the whole nude route because why not? I am Wayne Kerr, so there you go. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not really ashamed of anything I got going on, and so if if they want to share it, I, I guess I'm cool with that. I'm more just that I don't want a lot of randos, like, ghosts going around my house. Like, if they were mindless, I could almost handle it better. But if there are people who could come in and talk like the show, like, dude, you going back in there again? What are you doing? Why are you, like, why are you going back to the I mean, again? you got to set ground rules with your ghosts. Have I taught you nothing? But they're like, ghosts. Like, if you Do have, have really nosy ghosts, yes, because this is my home, sir. Thanks for joining us for another episode <laughs> of Teacher Needs a Drink podcast. I'd like to thank all my hosts who came and joined me today. First off, Miss Rosie Rose, I'm glad you made it. I'm glad for coming. <laughs> and I'm also glad that Mr. Wayne Kerr was here. Speaking of coming, oh, and please do send the pics. Possessor of the pics, Lady Shathia, thanks for joining our group today. Of course. I hope everyone in these uh, ghosts have sunflower seeds in their pockets. And last but not least, Miss Bunny O'Hare. Thank you for having me back. It was a pleasure as always. And shout out to everyone in Ukraine. Stay safe out there. Yeah, all of us support, all of us love. Woohoo! All right, my friends, deep breaths, deep drinks, cheers! Woohoo! Yeah. Send over the dicks. All right, my friends, thanks for joining us for another episode of Teacher Needs a Drink podcast. Teacher Needs a Drink podcast comes out every Wednesday, and if you have something you'd like to share with us, hit us up through the contact page of our website, teacherneedsadrinkpodcast.com. I'd like to thank all the hosts who were with me today. A big thanks to Lady Shathead, Miss. Mr. Wayne Kerr, Rosie Rosé, Bunny O'Hare. I love them so much. I couldn't do this without them. I'd also like to thank our sponsor, Ludlam Dramatics. If you are a theater teacher or no one, you know, go to Ludlam Dramatics. Help support them because they support us. Last but not least, another big thank you to all the patrons who are out there. You guys out there, if you want more contact content than what we have, go to join our Patreon for as little as $5, $10 a month. There's a whole lot of extra episodes, bonus content, interviews, all kinds of stuff, and you get to communicate with the host. I highly recommend it. Last but not least, if you get a chance, please leave a review for us. It would mean so much. Or, you know, just find one or two people in your building and tell them about Teacher Needs Drink Podcast. All right, my friends, do your best to stay sane. Thanks for listening to our therapy session, and we love you. Cheers. I don't remember. I'm sorry. (laughs) She's a lady, I assume. You know, I'm so bad about that. You know, you're on it. You could at least listen every now and then. I know. That would probably be a good idea.